Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty as you do. Times Square can't shine as bright as you. I swear it's true. Hey there, Delilah, don't you worry about the distance. I'm right there if you get lonely. Give this song another listen. Close your eyes. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the, the morning show. Hello and welcome to the morning show. That was Tom Higginson singing Hey There, Delilah. Is that the, oh, that is the name of the lead singer from Plain White Tees. Tom Higginson. Didn't know that. There you go. I have uh, Jeffrey Krause with me. He's basically like when my, you know, your, your friend from out of town comes and then they just shadow you at school. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Uh, Bring today. your Krause to work day. Bring your Krause to work day. Uh, <laughs> So anyone listening live, you can't see, but on the YouTube, they're both we're both here. Krauser, uh, hockey teammate from yeah. what junior year? That's when I moved to California. Yep. Senior year, and then you know, very close friends until moved away or college yep. through that. And then I introduced you to Jake, and then you and Jake lived together in Denver for a while. So there's like a three way connection: mm-hmm. Jeff, Jake, Jimmy, and Maddie's here as well. We so, have yet to live together. Yeah. We will. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. You guys can, uh, you know, hang out at the warehouse together, maybe. Spend the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, J- Jeff, I don't call you Jeff, but Jake calls you Jeff, mm-hmm. and it jars me. And then sometimes I find myself calling you Jeff, and I'm like, but I've never called you Jeff in my life. I know. Uh, just Kraus. Like, but, my Katie, was, my wife was calling you just Kraus. It's funny, because... But it was impossible because there were, what, five Jeffs on our hockey team? Mm-hmm. Never ran into five Jeffs in my entire life yeah. in one building. So five Jeffs, no, none of them got called Jeff. It was uh, Kraus, Polly, that's our other best friend and line mate, uh, Harry, Murdick, yeah. and who was the last Jeff? There was another one, I thought. Sorry, Polly, maybe. There's a lot of Jeffs on our hockey team. Yeah. Maybe it was four? Maybe it was four. Me, Polly, Harrison, Merrick. Yeah, four. Four, yeah. So, Phantom Jeff. Fifth Jeff. But, yeah, so that's it. We uh, we don't have anything planned yet. I can go grab a book. I didn't grab a book. Usually I read a poem, and then okay. we figure out what that poem is about. Sometimes they're, des- they're like, way too sad. And we find a random town, and we take a call. Um, so, anyway, we're filming. I'm not going to keep this a secret like we did last time. We're filming the floorball tournament that we have been discussing this weekend don't get too excited because it takes a long time to get edited so it won't come out until i believe the first week of august because we're giving the editors a full like five weeks before the first episode comes Mm -hmm. out because once that first one comes out you're in the spin cycle of two a week and then you have three days to edit the next one and Mm -hmm. we just killed ourselves in the blitzball battle so don't get too excited but we're filming it this weekend Jake and I have Sam as a teammate mm-hmm. and we needed a fourth. And I texted Jake and I was like, who should we get as a fourth? Should we get uh, like, you know, some, someone, uh, an ex player or someone crazy. And then Jake said, didn't Krause just text us saying he was going to yeah. be in town those dates. And we went back. Brian Leach. Yeah. We yeah. went back to it. <laughs> we're like, yeah, I was like, Krause, hey, are you busy that week? You want to be in a floorball tournament? So we scrimmaged yesterday. We practiced very sore. Um, but we're pretty confident in ourselves. We had a good first run. Yeah. Against guys that are 10 years younger than us. Luke's 10 years younger. Zoe, I think is the same age as Luke. No, Zoe's younger than Luke. Yeah. 
So it's like 12 years younger than us. They what, should be kicking our ass. What they have in youth, we have in wisdom. Yeah, I always I always bring it back to spike ball. Me and my dad, old, not running mm-hmm. a lot, would beat Luke and my brother-in-law Brett in spike ball, and they would make these crazy insane plays. And me and my dad would just plant their feet in the sand yep. and just play defense and this like not exert energy on balls that we didn't think we could yeah. get. And it'd be close. They'd be they'd win some too, but we'd win. And I feel like they'd always be like, How are they beating us? And they'd be like, No, we just you know, it's old man basketball. Yeah. We just make the passes. Outsmart them. You weren't there at the warehouse yesterday, Maddie. I was not. You lucked out. Oh boy. It was hard work. <laughs> Why? Because the tiles weren't done. Mm. So we got there and we thought the tiles might be done and we were going to run a a secret scrimmage to practice because we got to beat this one team that's coming full of studs and and see how the tiles play and all that. But the tiles, the first tile wasn't even laid. Not even one. And, you know, it's, I don't know what 70 times 60 in square feet is, but you probably do because you're a math guy. Yeah. What is it? 4,200. It's 4,200 square feet on the nose and uh, tiring. And Sam put in so much work and she like refused the air conditioning break. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was nuts. So you lucked out because everyone else that was there all of a sudden, like Mitch was there to film the little documentary. Mm -hmm. He he was was laying tiles. Laying tiles. (laughs) And I was like, sorry, man. He's like, no, it's good. And I was like, I do think that's what makes our events a little more special. Like the first Blitzball battle, Audio Jack built the bleachers. Maddie did the, uh, and you're doing that again. The um, bracket. bracket. Mm-hmm. It was like a beautifully, perfectly mathematically aligned bracket. We painted the walls together. Like me and Dan Rourke painted the chalkboard together. Yeah. It's a little better when you cook cook it up yourselves. I think people care more because then yeah. they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, a lot went into this. Diversify your skill set too. Yeah, that's something actually like we try to do really yeah. we've hired, tried to hire people that have worked for other big companies and they as like an editor or something and I say, Well, have you ever shot? And they say, No, they don't have me doing that. Have mm-hmm. you ever done audio? No, they don't have me doing that. And like, well, so wait, just editing this one thing. And I'm like, That stinks, man. They're setting you up like yeah. for like so we try to rotate a lot. That's what I always tell whenever we're, we're We've been like a CEO search and I would say like, what, what's important to you? And I was like that our employees gain experience yeah. in other areas because it sucks to just like some companies, they just do this one task over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to leave, you only have this one task. Yep. I've had this timer going for 22 hours on this laptop. <laughs> Why? Cause that's how I keep track of, um, talking baseball to make sure we're on time. And I just never hit off, and the laptop never t- turned off. I feel like uh, doesn't the Google browser have a nice little? They used to have a stopwatch. They took yeah, it away. They did. And now I got to use this one. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah, they used to use Google stopwatch, and the Google browser had their own, and they got rid of it. And that was a very bad day for me. Yeah, because now I have to Google stopwatch, then click online stopwatch, then click go up, and then click start. Four more clicks than before. Yeah. When we don't have the timer, our shows run so long. It's crazy how different it is. We want to get a big one in the studio. Every like, so you just like have a remote and just hit it. Like big red numbers. Yeah. Doomsday clock. Yeah. Is anyone uh, trying to get on the phone? Mm-hmm. 
So people will call in and they'll okay. kind of set the tone. One thing we were doing for a little on this show, on the morning show, thanks to Ant for bringing it back for those that enjoy it, was uh, we did some behind the scenes stuff. Like people that listen to this, it's a smaller audience, but they're privy mm-hmm. to kind of stuff that isn't, we don't, isn't like announced sure. yet. Uh, and then what was it? A person, a place, a people, a person. Place, thing, idea. Idea. So we're searching for one of each. Mm-hmm. We have z- zero yet. Oh my God. Oh. It is flag day. Big flag day. And for those that uh, listen to this that are also uh, fans of those Geogod guys, we are filming that today uh, at 3 o'clock to try and... Uh, I shouldn't maybe say that because then they could be on there. We don't want any help. You know, no we help. Jump on and lose and around when you see us. Men amongst Geogods. Yeah. yeah. But I do... Kraus might be involved in that. We yeah. might have a specific lane for you to help us out. Nice. Maddie's the flag guy, so... Yeah. On flag day, it seems like if you lose... I'm not worried. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know how you said, oh, I didn't mean to diss you earlier? Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to diss you in the video, the one that went out yesterday. You yeah. said, what color are those? And I said, red and white. Yeah. Yeah. It's harsh. <laughs> That's know. pretty funny. What colors do those... Con- the, the, yeah. Color- I knew that what the question do those colors represent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just said red and white. It was a solid answer. It was allowed. All right. Who's someone's going to chime in? Yeah. I invited M.H. Black. Have we ever spoken to that person? Yeah, because I feel like I made up a nickname for him. Michael Harris Black or something like that. Or is right. that a different Michael? I think that was a different. Hello. M-H. Michael, have you called before? I have. I called last week. Yes. And your middle name is not. Harold, and you didn't divulge it last no, week. No, it's not. But your first name is Mike. <laughs> no. Maybe I'll tell you next time. <laughs> okay, that's fair. What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, not much. Just chilling today. I'm in Daytona Beach. Uh, nice and sunny. Nice. It's a good flag day, I guess. Nice. They they waving out there? Nothing sadder than a flag that's just limp. Yeah. No, it's very true. It's the worst. Um, yeah, I don't know what you guys want to talk about today, but I got something neat about inside the park home runs or ultimate grand slams. You guys can choose. Uh, what's an ultimate grand slam, like a pinch hit walk off grand slam. Well, you kind of got the walk off, right? It's uh, when you're down three bottom nine uh, and you hit a grand slam to win it. Vogelback did that for the Brewers last year and it was a pinch hit job. And I called that like the coolest home run you can hit. Uh, but yeah, I'm interested. Be. All right, but I'm interested in both. Which one do you think is more interesting? Inside the park homers or ultimate grand slams? Well, I got I got an interesting story with the inside the park homers, and there's actually a correlation between both. So we can okay. kind of go in quickly to to both. Um, obviously, there's been about 2,000 inside the park homers since 1880, which is just nuts to me just thinking about it. Um, but one in particular, uh, it was Stuffy McGinnis back in 1911. Um, the A's were playing the Red Sox. Um, Stuffy is 20 years old, leading off in the seventh. Uh, Boston pitcher Ed Carger is warming up, just tossing softballs to his catcher. And Stuffy just steps in the box and slaps one. And he starts running the bases. And no one, like the, the Red Sox, weren't fully out in the field, but everybody let this ball go. And he keeps going uh, around in the bases, and the umpire eventually allows it. And uh, the reason was in 1911, kind of like now, they're they're struggling with uh, timing of the games. So the AL president, Van Johnson, had a rule that 
to speed up the game, there wouldn't be any um, warm-up pitches. So I don't know if, if Stuffy knew this as a 20-year-old or somebody told him, but he swung for the fences and um, had an inside-the-park homer, which was just crazy. So he just swung at a warm-up pitch? I tried to do that in Blitzball a lot. They didn't like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they just said, we'll count it. How long were games yeah. they were worried about it? So I have I have 1911, the year my uh, great-grandma was born. I have three games pulled up in which Stuffy McGinnis hit a home run. Do you know yeah, the this, date? This was June 27th. Okay, so June 27th, the game was an hour and 47 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, so how <laughs> Maybe two hours is too long, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, ben Johnson, I just think, was just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah, so was Stuffy on the Highlanders? Highlanders? I believe it was the A's. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the average uh, game time. See what the longest game time. Isn't it crazy they have all this data? was it is for nuts. the 19 and I, I don't know how A's. they verify it i'd love to know that process so the 1911 a's won the world series so the longest game was three hours and 10 minutes uh on july 17th and then wow the second was 256 i don't know how you would do averages here i'd ask flag guy the shortest game was 45 minutes the fuck good lord that's a blitz ball game Wait, that I mean, there's got to be something weird going on there. Forty-five minutes. What do you think Stuffy McGinnis's real name was? Do you know? Stufford. I saw it. I saw his Wikipedia page. I couldn't remember though. I just thought Stuffy McGinnis is a great name, good solid baseball name. It is. It's uh, a good one. So this game went nine innings. This forty-five minute game. They. What? How could that be true? How's that possible? Wait, no, maybe I'm wrong here. That's less than two minutes an out. <laughs> So you're a math guy. That's awesome. <laughs> I need to find out where the fuck am I? I lost all my pages. So it looks like Stuffy McGinnis is going to be our person of the episode. We'll do a deep dive into him and see what he's all about. But I need to find this 45 minute game. So what's the ultimate Grand Slam fun fact? That's a good inside the park fun mm-hmm. fact. An in uh, warm up pitch. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just I'll start up relating uh, with the inside the park. Um, so there have been 31 total ultimate grand slams. Again, that's uh, when you're down by three uh, in the bottom of the ninth and you and you hit that grand slam to win it. Um, so 31, 12 in the AL, 19 in the NL. Um, one of those ultimate grand slams was a walk-off, uh, or I'm sorry, was it inside the park? That was Roberto Clemente. Mm. Um, so he's the only one to hit a ultimate grand slam inside the park homer. Um, so there's the, the little correlation there. Um, some fun facts around the ultimate. Del Crandall was the only one to do it down three, full count, two outs, bottom nine. Um, three instances happened in extra innings. One of them was Babe Ruth, um, who was the second person to ever um, hit an ultimate grand slam. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the ultimate. I have – who was it? Yeah, Fernando Tatis hit two grand slams in the third inning off – uh, Chan Ho Park in 99. That was my other fun fact. Yeah. And then uh, that's like his claim to fame. Yeah. It's awesome. I just love mentioning it. The 45 minute game was only six innings long. So probably get called for rain, even though it says weather mm. unknown. 2,750 people were in attendance. The Senators won 2 nothing. 
Wow. 45 minutes. Yeah. I'm just still dwelling on, imagine going down on an ultimate grand slam, two outs in the ninth, and losing. Yeah, I mean, it's a just real go home, twist of fate. Turn the lights off, lock yourself in there for a few weeks, recover. I think Vogelback did that. The one I was thinking about witnessing Grand Slam with you, road trip, Cleveland. We walk in fourth inning. I think the Brewers were down like 7-2. And Prince I don't know Fielder. if, we, yeah. Was that a Grand Slam to win it? I believe so. So that would have been 2009 Brewers, right? Yep. And they were on the road. So it's interleague place. It's probably yep. easy to find. They were on the road in Cleveland. And we bought like just standing room tickets. Because that was when we drove cross country. Yep. Let's see. Um, well, there's three games. We think it was a, I'll find it. All right. Hey, Mike, thanks for the fun facts. Yeah. You're going to lead us down a, a rabbit hole here. We're oh, into yeah. Stuffy McGinnis and some baseball talk. <laughs> yeah, you bet. No problem. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the nice weather. Yeah, we'll there. talk to you soon. All righty. All right. Prince Fielder, home run, Ryan Braun, Prince Fielder, three on. Yeah. So this is the game we saw 14 to 12 finish Brewers won. Okay. And let's see, Pavano pitched, mm-hmm. and ooh, Viscaino pitched. Dave Bush started. Hoffman blew it. Oh yeah, or maybe he got it. So we saw Braun home run. Mm-hmm. No, I've met him now. Yeah, he's wearing a leather jacket, looking all cool. We saw a Shin Su Chu home run. Unless we were late, I think we were late because we went to a bar beforehand. Yeah. Uh, Victor Martinez hit a home run this game. And then Ryan Braun hit a triple. Hafner hit a grand slam. And then Prince Fielder hit a grand slam to make it 13 to 12. It was 12 two, to 9. Two grand game. slams in the game? Yeah. Oh, and man. and Prince Fielder's was to take the lead. And Hafner's was to make it 12 to 7. Wild. Yeah. All right. Stuffy McGinnis. <laughs> What a name. His real name was John Fallon McGinnis. And he was from Gloucester, Mass. Died February 16th in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Buried at the Rosedale Cemetery. Hmm. Isn't that odd that they have that on base reference? Yeah. Does anything about his sinus problems? Let's see. Usually on the, like these, these baseball reference <laughs> bios are so detailed that I'm... How did he end up being called Stuffy? That's what I want. Stuffy was a major star during the time of Ty Cobb. Um, oh, he got his nickname because his play as a youth yielded spectator comments of, that's the stuff. Oh. He's got the stuff. Okay. I don't believe Not because he didn't, he needed a Kleenex or anything. I don't believe that that's how he got that nickname at all. <laughs> Not at all. All right, so another thing I used to do when, when we were doing this every day, and I would now we would go to Stuffy McGinnis's page. We'd go to the first game he ever played in 1909. Look at the game log of it. He went one for four, so that's a good job by him as a rookie, against the Boston Red Sox, Philadelphia A's, and read the first names of all the players. For the Red Sox, it was Amby, Harry, Jake, Doc, Tris, Heine, Jack, Bill, Frank, Jack, Babe. Not that bad. I mean, Heine's pretty weird. Tris Speaker. I feel like we just know him. Doc. Probably not a doctor. <laughs> Real name. Brown. So Doc's nickname was Brownie. But 
His full name was Henry. So I don't know. How, where's Doc come from if his nickname is Brownie? For the A's, Topsy. Oh, yeah. Topsy, Simon, Eddie, Danny, Harry, Amos, Stuffy, Doc. So they had a Doc, too. <laughs> two Docs. Uh, Bring back the Doc nickname. Is it just anyone that looks studious got called Doc? <laughs> Uh oh, he was a this guy. He was a medical doctor, nice. so that that makes sense. Third base, team physician. His name is Doc Powers. Okay, Michael Powers, Doctor Powers. Mm-hmm. That seems illegal. That's too cool of a name. <laughs> the other guy got his nickname Doc Doc Gessler. Uh. Uh, they don't know shit about him. Died in the 40s. They know nothing about him. Final game, October 7th. Okay, so that's our person. Stuffy McGinnis. Stuffy McGinnis. This is for you. We got him. We don't know how he died, though. And if we want to go morbid, it's usually a death pod. That's something we can look up to. Because <laughs> um, he was young. When he died. No. He was 69. That's a great age. Yeah. That's young now. Back then. Stuffy McGinnis. Where's his Wikipedia? That's the stuff, kid. That can't be how he got his nickname. You got the stuff. Um. No, they don't know any how he died. He just died in Ipswich. Should that be our town now? Ipswich? Okay. PA? I-P-S-W-I-C, Massachusetts. Ipswich, Massachusetts. We can take another call if you want. If someone's got a question, there's no one else. They're not interested in this. That's fair. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fair. Um, man, Ipswich looks boring. I like the Midwest towns mm-hmm. that are just like five roads. Yeah. And you're like, what? What is this about? That's my grandparents were born in one of those towns. Kankakee? Kankakee is is big city compared to where they're from. Ipswich is on the water. Okay, so it's like north of Marblehead. So this is probably a, a kind of a cool place then. And I'm probably slaughtering the name. Dude, look at the border lines. That's a mess. I mean, is that just a river? Yeah. It's a swamp. They're like bordering the slump. I don't know. That seems dumb. Hmm. I feel like we've done another town over here by Ipswich, but the history of this is going to just be a bunch of Native American stuff and, and uh, wars and shit. So give me a, a state. We'll find a new town. Fayal's here now if you want a state from him. Yeah. Fayal can ch- chime in. You might have met Fayal or you guys were at the same bar once. Me? Yeah, you and Faye were at the same <laughs> bar once. Same bar. Yeah. Hello. What's up, Faye? I may have a town for you. You may have a town? Okay. Interested? Uh, there's this YouTuber who like does short-form videos called CGP Grey. Actually, super interesting videos about random subjects he finds. One of them involved him looking into... Uh, nuclear testing site 
and his long, uh, pad, you know, in his uh, rabbit hole, he discovered that the original company that made the testing site actually founded a town and named it after itself in California mm-hmm. called Hercules. So there's like a like a town in California called Hercules that exists solely because a company needed like to move all its people out to California and like build like its company. So the town of Hercules, California exists simply because the company called Hercules, which was a gunpowder company, needed like a place to put its people. Mm. That is uh, in the Bay Area. So that's kind of like where we live. That's uh, that's North Bay. It's kind of where uh, Lewis and Clark set up camp in or no, no, that's. Yeah, no, isn't it? No, I thought they were up north, oh, like yeah, Astoria yeah. or something, when they yeah, came out. Yeah, they were in Oregon. I thought they said up But Her- Hercules was in that, like, um, there's a channel over there, because it isn't, Her- isn't like Hercules, Martinez, Venetia, isn't it that part of the Bay Area? Like It's Contra Costa County? Yeah, it's, uh, it's by Rodeo and El Sobrante. It's up here, so it's like... You know, you go to San Pablo and then keep going. Is it on Highway 4, 80? It's on 80, and that's it. So, what is this? This is a weird regional park. Yeah, so that's where we live. So, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that this was a... Hercules is a pretty cool town name, I guess, if you're, like, creating something terrible. Or, like, yeah. you have to name it something cool. And then you trick people to move there. Nobody wanted to move to Friskers, Ohio, where they make the scissors. No. No. <laughs> Look, they got a frog park in Hercules. A frog pad park. What do you think that means? It just looks like a park. It doesn't look like anything cool. A designated spot for a local frog and they other got, enthusiasts to hang out. They got a rodeo. That's cool. Yeah. Krause and I went to the gay rodeo in Denver together with mm-hmm. Jake. We made a video. Won some good. prizes. Uh, watched some weird stuff. We went to this gay rodeo in Denver and we dressed in like short shorts and vests. And we, were, we weren't trying to poke fun. We just thought it would be like a flamboyant event uh, or like, you know, festivities like you dress up for it. And then when we saw it, it was just a bunch of just rodeo men, just in jeans and flannels and boots. And we're like, oh, fuck. We don't want to, like, that was not our intention. And then we saw one guy dressed in all feathers, like leather pants, big heels, platform shoes, and like wings, feathers. Like peacock it. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be some people dressed up here. We're good. He was the paid performer. (laughs) Dr. Bones was his name, is a dancer. So we were a little being assholes uh, accidentally. I walked out of that, though, from Goodwill with a great pair of snakeskin boots, uh-huh. a beautiful cravat yeah. that I think even like Fred from Scooby-Doo would be envious of. We looked good. It was a good time. Yeah. We had a lot of beers. Jake did a lot of dancing. Yeah. And then there was like a rodeo. What was that one event where they were putting underwear on goats? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was an event where they were putting underwear. It was like a goat ran, and then you had to put underwear on it with your partner and then run back. 
They I wouldn't wonder work. if that. I think that video is not uh, a certain date. It is, all the videos gone. became not public. Oh, fair. You're still here. Yeah, sorry. Oh, you're good. What's <laughs> up? Uh, anything? Uh, anything else? The, that video. Uh, I, if I'm gonna be completely honest, when I watched it, it was very early in my John Boy Discovery days, and I, the thumbnail for that video, I distinctly remember, is of the gentleman wearing the feathers and the uh, extravagant suit, yeah. and the thumbnail. Honestly, I thought it was you. <laughs> so I distinctly remember thinking, "Oh wow, they really got into this." And then when I started the video, I realized, "Oh wait, no, that's not Jimmy." Yeah. No, it's Dr. Bones. He was like seven feet tall with the boots on. Mm -hmm. Jake interviewed him by standing on a, on a chair. Remember? like he, we Or I did. I forget. Yeah, uh, no. It was a good time. Jake and I, that's what we would do for fun. Like we did the, in Colorado, we did the Kimball Arts Fest in, Saw, in Park City. And we just had a microphone and we were interviewing people mm -hmm. and walking around. It was for no one. Like it wasn't for an audience. It was just like, hey, you want to go to a festival and make videos together? And that's what we did. Did you guys do it in Vegas too? Yeah, that was, we were there for talking Yang stuff, but then we just mm -hmm. had extra time. So we did it. So like we had some people that knew who we were then and like listened to like a podcast. And it was like, hey, if you want this too. Mm -hmm. But before it was like literally just from me. Yeah. Luke just watched. The Vegas one is the stuff of legends. I watch that video at least once a month. <laughs> Someone else watches that video a lot too. Um, is it still online anywhere, Val? Yes, that one's that one is still uh Jimmy and Jake in Vegas is still. Nice. There was nothing uh <laughs> there's nothing questionable about it. Although <laughs> I guess depending on your view of birds, there are questionable things. <laughs> there's nothing really questionable in it. I think we put it on John Boy T John Boy Jake T V. No, it's on the main channel. <laughs> that's interesting. Um yeah, that's a ridiculous video. Like is the is Jake setting the record for the fastest licorice eating? Is that also at the Gay Rodeo? That was me. That was at the um, <laughs> Kimball Arts Festival. I set the record for the fastest licorice. Although the guy forgot to time it, so we don't know if it counted. Just mouthful unverified, licorice. Sorry, yeah, unverified yeah. record. And then these little kids roll up on their skateboards and they call themselves the 47 Goons. And they're like, stay PC, stay PC, which means stay in Park City. Mm-hmm which is the opposite of what teenagers usually do. You're just like, I want to get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> it's like so wholesome that they're screaming, yeah. stay PC. Park City is a great place though, so yeah, I get it. Cool. All right, thanks, Fail. That is a good Vegas video. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of views, but Jake's interviewing it really, Bird. It, it's very <laughs> purely you yeah. guys. And like, if anybody, if I needed to show, like if I needed to explain the two of you to someone, that's the video I would use just that's you guys yeah bbd was there first time he ever like met us in person well i'm no first time i ever met jake in person uh it's nuts comment from two weeks ago it's crazy that this has so little views while being a key piece of john boy lore wow thanks cad chamberlain hmm. i don't know what we say in here if they're quoting it but yeah <laughs> but yeah luke luke found or luke wanted to show someone because we're doing the blitzball battle now with uh you know, we have sideline reporter and mm -hmm. all these cameras and replays. And Luke, I think, was showing Sam that I've been doing, and you know that I've been doing this for decades. Yeah. It's just now they're like kind of for an audience or an audience watches because we, he found the Sister Olympics 
which I used to make my two sisters compete mm-hmm. in the Olympics. And then my buddy Nick would do the, the play-by-play. And we had a camera set up. My dad had a ref shirt. Mm-hmm. And me and Courtney, me and Luke had coaches' outfits because I was my one sister's coach and Luke was my other sister's coach. But that goes way, way back. Even Didn't you guys do that in Lake Zurich? Yeah, we did a lot. I would always, but like then, like it just like upped like the filming and stuff. Yeah, so it's been around for. It's pretty funny how long I've been doing this stupid shit. That's why, uh, yeah, so a hire was was uh, the future hire was hanging out in the warehouse, and he mm-hmm. was like, re- he was like, so you've been doing this for a while. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> for sister Olympics, we had sponsors, uh, which is just me giving Nick Proch a list of sponsors to read off. Which made me laugh. Cause I, it's Burger King. This was uh, my sister Ritzy's sponsors. So we've had sponsors since uh, the beginning as well. Nothing new about that. She enjoys oh. children's books. Her bio. And she also has a crippling disease. We'll see how that plays in today. <laughs> Rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> and here's Ritzy's sponsors. She's got a whole slew of them. Pet Boys. Burger King. Blockbuster. The Amish were kind enough to step up. Skittles, Timberland, the National Rheumatoid Arthritis Society, and Eric Wingen was nice enough to sponsor Ritzy. <laughs> I was just a kid that we knew. <laughs> like, I don't know if you saw that. Just his name. I like just the Amish. The Amish. Yeah. <laughs> they did sponsor her there. And she won. We came away with the victory. But yeah, it's been a long time making stupid fake tournaments. Yeah, and now we're gonna win the floorball tournament coming up in a week. Maddie's rooting for us. Circling back though, I wouldn't mind seeing a tournament of uh, putting underwear on goats again. Yeah, <laughs> but not, y- if you need a goat, call me up. You got goats? No, I could be your goat. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 and, and, and acting as the goat for this competition is actually gonna be Jeff Krause. <laughs> a little bell around my neck. What's and this? Then... Oh, we're putting underwear on goats. That's. Where's the goat? Oh, Jeff's the goat. You turn off the lights and just have at it. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. <laughs> People might watch. Maddie, you're the scorekeeper or the uh, clock management? Yep. Can you be bought? Depends. Okay. Who's purchasing? The worm burners. I'm intrigued. That's bullshit. They don't need any help, man. They're going to be good. No longer intrigued. Okay, great, great. Good stuff. All right, so we got a town, kind of. We did Hercules, but it wasn't that interesting, but we'll count it. Stuffy McGinnis is our is our guy. Hercules is probably cool Wikipedia, but the visual of the map wasn't great. A thing. We need a thing, Maddie. We have another caller that wants to get a thing. Have you thought about a thing lately? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We have uh, our friend Jay Siegs, which I don't know what his name stands for anymore, but Jay, Jay Siegs, Siegs will give us a thing, obviously. Okay. Isn't that Jeremy's friend? Isn't that Jacob Siegler? No, he said, you said, isn't this like Jason Siegel or something like that? And you got the, you butchered the name of the famous actor. I mixed it up with two different names. I don't know what happened, but he joined, so. Oh, JC? JC's here. How you doing, guys? How you doing? What's your name again? Is it Jason? 
Jacob, Jacob, close. So you're Jacob. You're Jeremy's Jeremy's friend. Yeah, exactly. I figured I'd make this like oh. a like a weekly segment. You know how like yeah. Boone goes on the K show. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I figured this would be like a this is like a weekly performance review. So for Jeremy, you so know. are you um, are you uh, like going to give a report on? Jacob, is that like how Boone gives a report on the Yankees? So uh, Jacob's is in our sales department. Yeah, I figured I'd just give like a week. weekly update on my fun. life. Okay. Um, that's that's some scintillating radio right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What's new? <laughs> Not much. You know, I was joking with Jeremy. I was joking with Jeremy about. Um, I was like this morning. I was texting him. I was like, should I call in again and joke about making this a weekly segment about your employment at John Boy Media? And he said. Please don't do that. And I said, great, I'm going to do it anyway. And so, and so now we're here. Okay. So uh, how do you think his employment's going from your perspective? I think I think he's enjoying it immensely. Okay. I think um, he mentioned he mentioned that uh, you came over, you accidentally called him Jacob. I did that uh, on, a, you, on a, a show. I was talking about, because I had just talked to you, you know, a lot of J names here. No, um, yeah, no, it's very fair. He He definitely understood why. I was laughing because it was his first day and he's dressed nice. And then Dan Rourke was in, in, uh, <laughs> right. Cut off. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Moment. He was in his cutoff thing that he yeah. wore then on the pregame show. Yeah. Uh, yesterday Dan was in the stream lounge, uh, no shoes on, uh, lounge. <laughs> and I, it had a lot, Is it? It had his laptop and he just goes, yeah, I don't really like desks. Yeah, has worked. he has he had an effect on Jeremy's dress though? Or is Jeremy still coming in all uh, night? Let me check. Let me go look what he's dressed like. Uh, I can't. Hold on, I can't see him. I oh, know. <laughs> I can only see his his head. Uh, That's a good head. He's, he's got a collar on, so I don't think so. I think he's still dressed the same. You know, I'm not. Wow. Well I'm, not done. His, I'm not his boss, so. You know, that's uh, he's got to do. Well, with, you're he's you're technically with... everyone's boss, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'd never probably give him instructions right. or feedback. Uh, that's uh, Courtney's department. She runs a tight ship. Sales teams, right, right, right. You know, a tighter ship than than the content team, which I need someone to help me manage the content team because I'm pretty bad at it. I feel like the content has to be more like more uh, free flowing than sales. Sales is like very, it's very structured. Yeah. And she's like leaving because she's having a baby soon. So she's really trying to implement some structure. Meanwhile, my crew is just a bunch of people running around with their, uh, you know, chickens with their heads cut off and overworking themselves and, and then needing <laughs> right. relief. Right. Well, that's how you get the spontaneity of it all. Yeah. My two cents about outfits yes. until they tell you otherwise, tuxedo every day. Every day, and, <laughs> you know, you say you dial down, you can dial down, and then you just uh, keep going. Yeah. Our just rule the pants. is, and I've been <laughs> trying to put this in like our HR pamphlet, but people said you can't word it that way. So I just like if, if, if in the summer, if you don't wear sleeves, make sure you don't smell. That's my rule. Like, is, I don't care. Like some people good, don't like, I like jerseys and sleeveless mm-hmm. in the office, and I kind of get it. But my rule is like you just you better high priority your hygiene's good if you're sure. flaunting armpits don't yeah. smell bad yeah you smell good <clears throat> right yeah yeah no that's just a that's just a being considerate thing yeah but like you know the bronx office was a shoebox and one person could stink up the whole place oh yeah the bronx and we used to do back alley at bats yeah. and get really sweaty and then come in and it'd be like oh sorry guys 
the warehouse is going to smell. Oh, like speaking of that, reminds me that you guys gotta you gotta get Jeremy in those in those warehouse games. Very athletic guy. I feel like he'd be a good addition. Well, how did his basketball team do without him? <laughs> they lost. Oh they my lost. god! Yeah. Do you think they? So he went to. It's uh, okay. Uh, I think it was uh, his first day. We had a happy hour. Mm-hmm. And he went to the happy hour, and his basketball team was left without him. Yeah, and they lost. <laughs> so is that they're out of the playoffs now, so he doesn't get another game. Yeah, they're out. Season's done. You know, the sales team does have a floorball team. I'm giving away all the secrets now, but there, our sales team is represented in floorball. He's not on the team though. Do you think oh, he'd be good at that? Is it because he he joined too late, or because yeah. uh, he joined or, too he joined too gotcha. late? Um, okay. I think he'd join. He'd join anything, anything athletics related. He's a, he'd be well, into that. I think what we're gonna do for all these future tournaments and events in the warehouse is there will be a a JM office on standby. Uh, so if we can't fill the teams with outsiders or other creators in in other realms, we'll just always have a JM office and then fill it like from the pool of whatever whoever thinks that they're good at that game. So. You know, moving forward, we'll see what he's right. Doing. How do you how do you determine like who gets first dibs in like current warehouse game stuff? Uh, worst for, dressed, yeah, whoever's the worst dressed yeah, worst usually. Dress. Um, no, yeah, uh, I mean like solid. for for Blitzball, it was just the uh, whoever uh, signed up to be a reserve first. It came in that order. I was like, let me know if you want to be a reserve. And Hoodie and Rourke did it first, and then BBD. But BBD also had to. Uh, work the event for that, so then he got bounced. So it just depends right. on role and and stuff for hockey. Um, I think we just slacked it. I think it just put it in slack, and then it was like, who wants to play? And it was it was basically right. first come first serve. So maybe that's all right. A, good. I, I feel like I feel like it would be in high demand. Like, why not take a well, you a know, Thursday off really, to go play some sports. Not everyone wants to have the comments on them. Like we, we are very right. like, if you play, like I say that, uh, like they're, you know, they're going to get 30 to 50, like maybe a hundred thousand views. And the comments are going to rip on you in a friendly way. I don't think right. our comments are assholes, but they will like pick apart what you're doing. If they think it's bad or laughable, like, you know, yeah, that's true. Jolly and that's well. always the, the risk of the, of the content creation parts yes. of it all, right? Yeah. So we try to warn people. Like, it doesn't really bother us. It bothers me more than anyone else because, like, fielding a ground ball in the warehouse is very hard. But mm-hmm. there's no way to know that until you someone hits you grounders. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look hard. Mm-hmm. But it's a ball of edges on cement. <laughs> it's like fucking snaking and then it hits your hand. It's like... Um, well, when you, when you were first starting apart. out, how'd you, uh, when did you get to that point of like, of, uh, kind of coming into that space of, of not really being self-conscious about like doing something stupid or wrong or whatever that's going to be looked at by a lot of people. Or you're just like, now you're just like, okay, we just put it out there and, no, and it is what it is. our audience is really, really nice. Like we got eased into it. Like as talking baseball grows, that audience is getting more people that um, just complain. Like, because that's a lot of really big YouTube channels or podcasts. If you go to the comments, it's just like all it is is people complaining because that's the, how they feel they can share input. 
talking baseball is kind of getting into there. So I just straight up don't have the chat open while we do it. And I don't read the comments. So like we did talking baseball yesterday. I thought it was a good show, but I'm not going to go read the comments because because <laughs> they're just always mad about something like you didn't talk about this team or what an idiot, what a dumb take. And it's like, we're very right. honest. I would think it would come into, into about. play more with like the breakdowns where like, are you ever like self-conscious about like, well, I said that off the cuff, but it wasn't so funny. Do you go back and like redo it or it's, or it's kind of, you're just it's no. more of like a, no, I don't, you just go with it. I just go with it. There's so many comments in those videos now that it's, it's hard to like, I don't really, I'll go in a couple of days and yeah. read the top ones. But I don't read. My dad still like reads all of them. Like he loves it. Most of the people in our right. in our community are like very nice still. Yeah, that's uh, as a viewer, I I get that impression also. By the way, it's just like a lot of like supportive, positive yeah. comments, especially yeah. relative to like regular internet land. Yeah, like for a long time, the main YouTube channel and the breakdowns, like the first year of them, it was like the nicest comment section ever. It's still pretty pretty nice unless but you know we're not trying yeah i'd, I'd rank it one to, like, of the nicer places on the internet like annoy people ever i'm right. very i'm much more of a troll than anyone would suspect if they just watched the breakdowns <laughs> like i would i would i have to not post things that i would post all the time because it just doesn't play unless you know me personally like jake says right. i'm just the biggest like, I feel like when you like talk to me <laughs> right Cause I, yeah, cause I am, I just, that's like half my storytelling. It's like, Oh, grandma, mom said that you uh, walked outside with your pants on yesterday. And then she just says, she said that. And then it's like my whole life she's <laughs> telling people lies that someone else said. <laughs> cause that's what I find funny. I can't do it. Like on Twitter, I used to do it a lot more when it was fun. And my audience, the people that listened, like that followed on Twitter, like totally knew my voice. Cause it was small enough. And now I can't tweet sarcastically at all, which is all I used to do. So Twitter's not really fun anymore because people right. retweet it. And then right. those people don't know the tone. And why would they know the tone? They don't follow me. Uh, and then it's like, they think I'm actually talking shit. Like I want to poke fun at the Rays so bad every time something bad happens. But in my head, it's like every, like I would only do it if 90% of the people knew I was being sarcastic. I don't like actually right. trolling people. I like saying trolly shit, but mm. they know I'm joking. But no one knows anymore. So Twitter's kind of yeah. Like Twitter's place Twitter's not the place for uh, there's nuance no nuance and, uh, in Twitter anymore. Or like, um, yeah. and especially with the larger audience, and you know, over the years, there's a word for like when you infer levity, and like it just doesn't happen. Like people right. never read something, and like maybe he's joking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this is never yeah. a thought anymore. At all. Have you heard of this Twitter account, uh, uh, like Three Year Letterman? Have you ever come across that yeah. that account? Yeah, I'm not like a, I'm not a big fan of them. I think it's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, again. it's the same thing over and over again. But it's it, the funny parts is when you have the people who are like really taking it seriously and are like really angry about it. That's why I thought of it. Just but that's what like, I don't like. like I the don't the like satire is so obvious on the joke. Mm -hmm. Like like the New York sp yeah. uh, short porch account, like. Mm -hmm. He's riding a thin line of actually libeling players, which I don't find funny. Right. Uh, when he tweets out, like, yeah, you, you don't want to borderline on like charity, on like leading then, people astray and saying bad yeah, things. Yeah. Like you know, the Onion is the best at sat satire. Obviously, they've been around because they make it very obvious. Yeah. 
this is satire. People don't read it and and then walk away thinking they read something real and then sharing it. And I think the the short porch account is like, right. Yeah, they just like lie about a player, and people walk away thinking bad things about, about this players guy. and mm-hmm. having that be what people believe to be true. Which I that's why I don't. Yeah, because do I that's what I risk I would run because there's too many people that follow me that don't know the the tone, so I can't do it anymore. Right. But when I started Twitter in like 17, 18, it was nothing but like those t- types of posts, you know, like someone gets blown up. Right. And just do, you, like, do you think that's like the biggest change from like the audience, the just, audience yeah, just growth? The audience, audience growing and, and more people being, uh, you know, uh, more casual followers, which is great. But, like, right. you know, in 17, anyone that followed, they were like, I was responding to them, they were interacting, and they totally knew the tone in which I was saying things. But, yeah, too many people think that, like, right. faking people out is funny. And it's like, no, it's funny when everyone knows you're joking, I think. Like, you go to a stand up comedy special and you don't get offended because you know they're just joking. Mm-hmm. But Twitter, right. not like that anymore. Hopefully. I don't know how we got there. But. Do we have a thing? We got a song. <laughs> we we have, have a, a stream of consciousness. Yeah, we have a. Do we have a thing? Uh, we have a place. We have a person. Stuffy McGinnis, Hercules, California. A thing. Do we run Jeremy's it? attire? Oh, it's clothing. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's his thing, and basically just like his basketball life and his life. Yeah. What's the an idea? <laughs> no, we need an idea. All right, uh, Jacob. Do you have an idea? Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna move to the next caller or just the next segment. Unless you have an idea in five seconds, five, four. Three, oh God, uh, what do you mean by idea, though? One, you're out. Thank you for calling. <laughs> uh, we need an idea. Anyone got an idea? I texted you one the you te- other day. Big idea. What'd you text me? An idea? Yeah, I texted you about a video idea that I think could be fun, and you responded about. It being in the warehouse, but oh, hide and seek. Mm-hmm. So there's a channel that plays hide and seek in like cities. That's what they do. Is that what you sent us? Mm. <laughs> That's like a rude way to describe what they do. Like okay. they're much bigger than that. It's the sidemen. If anybody's listening is familiar, they're like the biggest English YouTubers there are. Okay, the sidemen. Yeah, and they've made a series of playing hide and seek in unique places like do 30 million dollar mansion hide and seek okay stuff like that but if we did it we wouldn't be ripping them off we'd have like people wouldn't get upset by that or you just have i to, just feel like the audiences are fairly unique or but, you or you say we've seen the side yeah. doing this and we want to do it yeah that's a big thing like people get so like oh you're ripping off like well it's not that's hide and seek yeah um i'd do it i don't it just depends how 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 sprawling it is the yeah the only thought that i had i was watching them do it and the person seeking all i could think in my mind is if i saw joe's walking around for 50 minutes trying to find people and him just getting mad at himself when he can't find anybody (laughs) that's great joe's would be the perfect seeker jake would give up jake would give up so quick right he'd just be like whatever yeah I think it uh, might too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, there's a fun way to do it somehow. Like the warehouse would be fun to do it yeah. in the dark. That's what I said. I'm trying turn, to turn out. You turn like the a, lights off in the warehouse and it's dark. Right. Like a creative place. Yeah. Same as you. 
to set the the hide and seek match. Yankee Stadium was an idea. Yeah. But you'd like miss a game, which would be a bummer. <laughs> during a game? Oh, during a game. <laughs> well, how, well, they're not going to let us just go in Yankee Stadium. That was the thought. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking during a game, blowout, so we just play hide and seek in the later innings. That would be funny. Old school carnival. You could hide forever. Oh, from yeah. like if it was one of us. Yeah. You'd have to set perimeters. Yeah, like third deck, like the me- third mezzanine. Old school carnival or like a f- like that would be fun. You still want to annoy people. Uh be cooler if you, or cool if you had like a locator of some sorts so that when you got into a certain vicinity, you knew somebody, like you're around somebody. Yeah, who's... some sort of like find my friends. Yeah. It wasn't exact though. You would have to limit it to, you know, uh, however big the place is, like, you know, 20 foot range. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're somewhere in there. I fucking know it. Yeah, yeah. My my initial thought when watching their video was Joe seeking in our Arizona house would have been really funny. The warehouse we could put cameras, so right. like we wouldn't even need to follow Joe's with a camera. Right. You would have a bird's eye view <laughs> of him, like you know, security footage of him just and have him mic'd up. We did a show in Arizona called uh, Watching People. <laughs> So Jake and I do a series called Watching. It's right now it's just baggage, but we were just watch old game shows mm-hmm. or other shit. And then I said, let's drop an episode on the regular schedule. Uh, so it's like, you know, watching Guts, watching Newlywed Show, watching Baggage, watching People. And it was just Jake and I walking around our Arizona house spying on people. It's <laughs> like, you know, Joe's just playing video games. Uh, he just won. And then just like, and we filmed it. Mm-hmm. But the mic's, didn't record or something so it's lost but maddie watched the raw are we able to turn that into anything i personally think that there are parts where the audio is good enough you can't just drop it but if you cut it to where the audio is good and put subtitles in probably yeah we had a killer tagline it was (laughs) uh consider yourself watched that is pretty good yeah i dropped it on jerry blevins and he he loved it. He was like quoting it the next day. He was like, that's so good to just stare at someone for a while and then walk away and like consider yourself watched. And then like a post interview, the person who was just watched. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you just have someone running later. Like, did you know he was watching you? Like, How does no. it feel? What? It's like candid camera, but you don't actually tell the person. Yeah. Or, or they're, they're like, one person's like, I had no idea he was watching me. The other person's like, yeah, he's staring at me. He's two feet away. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, we have that. I think you're Jake didn't want to do it. I really had to convince him. I was like, it's going to be funny. Just do it. We were also really high because the gummies that, uh, can I say all? The gummies that were purchased for us by another member of the house were mm-hmm. just way stronger than we were used to. Dialed it up a couple notches. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? I usually take like, I'm very lightweight. I take like five and I just take half mm-hmm. of it. And I, cause I just take it at the night to go to sleep just a little bit. I don't take it to like get crazy, like melt the couch high. Mm-hmm. But then he bought, it was tens. So it was like, you have to take a quarter, but that yeah. feels like so little. So then you're like, oh, it was like a little bit. And you take a little more. And then you end, I end up more, or I took half of that. Something yeah. like that. I forgot. Katie gave me way too much recently. So here you go. And then I was like, what? got up I was like how much did you just give me <laughs> my whole face is numb she was like oh my god I'm so sorry I gave you 10 I was like oh my god <laughs> 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 yeah. this 
Thanks. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we're good, right? No? What time do we start? We have another caller? We don't at the moment if anybody wants to call in. But if you want to talk for five more minutes. Okay. Otherwise, we don't do have, have any to worry about it. Do you have any questions after shadowing through the first day? I did, a, I did an interview for an article that mm-hmm. seemingly Why don't we may just... never come out. Or he didn't really have an agenda. Yeah. We should just call somebody in and say random. And when they get in here, do what we did to that Jacob guy. Give him five seconds. Best idea. Okay. Yeah. Just an idea? Any idea. Who do you want? Who do you think would be good for this? The second person that you see out there. Rob! Can you come in here real quick? <laughs> okay, you got, got Rob, producer of uh, Rose Rotation. Do you have an idea? Like just any ideas you've been sitting on recently that you haven't been able to share that have been cool? Five, four, three, two. Uh, burrito place. Oh, yeah. Is that why? Just uh, you want to open one? Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Would you serve burrito, wet burritos? I don't know. Uh, what does that mean? It's like a, it comes in a like a bowl, and you pour like mole like, sauce yeah. or some sauce all over it. Sauce on top. There's another name for them. Oh, like, I got gotcha. you. Uh, no. <laughs> no, kind of. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking more like Chipotle okay. style. Like this. But, oh yes, yes, yes. No, no, not that. No, you, you wouldn't like even those. you wouldn't even offer it. Something handheld. <laughs> No fork and knife. It's gonna be like a, a, a like Chipotle a, type, but where you mix everything. Everything gets mixed together in a bowl, kind of like a salad spot, okay. you know. So it's not you know one bite of all sour cream. Right. Yeah. Because that's I hate that. Yeah. Premixed. Okay. That's basically that's my. Okay. Chipotle with a better staff. Yeah. Okay. Good more more can attentive. You, can you to get the somebody mixing. else? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's somebody that, somebody you? that you think is funny. Yeah. Okay. Or, or you think might have a better idea than you. Okay. Yeah, m- yeah, that's important. We'll just rank ideas here. No wet burritos. That's tough. I like those yeah. a lot. You have some. I had no idea what you were talking about. Differentiation um, there. There's a different word for them, but some places call them. There's like a burrito mojado. Is, is something like that? I the wet burrito that sounds like I'm what what I'm most accustomed to it being called. Me too. Burrito mojado is another term for it. I just googled it. There was a there's a place in Livermore, California, where I lived called Tequilas. Mm-hmm. That has like killer weapons. Oh, sales Steve. Cool. Okay, we got sales Steve, which you're not on the sales team, but that is officially kind of in your title. You're kind of accounting, uh, which is uh, different than sales. Yes. Well, do you have an idea? Any idea you've been thinking about for a long time that you haven't been able to uh, say to anyone? Five. Uh, off the top of my head, um, alarm pillow. Oh, like it vibrates when you have to wake up yeah. or something? Okay. That's way better than the burrito place that just yeah. makes better burritos. <laughs> Bad idea on Rob. Do you think those exist? I didn't want to tell. I think. No, but it's been, I've, I've, for a long time, alarm pillow, alarm bed. That's something I've always wanted to look into. So there's Tempur-Pedic pillows that have like, this is cool, vibrating pillow alarm clocks. So it's a good, such a good idea that already exists. Sad. Maybe one with a little shock instead of. Something yeah. you can hear. This is TechCrunch, though, so I think we're at like the beginning of this. I don't think it's, you know. Something that I can look into investing in. 
Now you'd have to be a person that like coffin sleeps like my dad, <laughs> because I kind of hug the pillows. I yeah. change them a lot. They're yeah, always that's, moving. That's why I, what and, I would need is a pillow that has a, what I would need is a pillow that has, uh, it's basically the wire. It doesn't break no matter how much you move it around. Which or is, yeah, batteries, but you'd somehow need it to still be soft somewhat. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and a cool does idea. Does it have a snooze button? Um, yeah, you punch the pillow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, get somebody else real quick. Yeah. We have to I like rank. it a lot. Yeah, I like that idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> right. Anybody yeah. else? Anybody? Uh, we need right. to rank the top three ideas. I've decided to not have my phone by my bed anymore. Yeah. I haven't done it yet because I can't get into Katie's iPad. Because I'm going to put the iPad by the bed. But the iPad's only going to have two things, alarm clock and PBS. Is it? Part, I've done that before where part of me getting up requires me to actually get up and out of bed. and Yeah. Or I just sit down. Oh, button. Dre. Do you have an idea that you've been sitting on for a while that you haven't been able to put into place? Any ideas? So far, we have a burrito place that mixes the burritos and an alarm clock pillow. Do you have one? Top of your head? Um, oh, wow. On the spot. I'm trying to think of an idea that I've had recently. And it's... Um, <laughs> that that currently ranks as the third best idea that we. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a close battle between right. uh, an I- burritos. You said a new burrito. Why do we yeah, need Rob's Rob's idea was place? a burrito place that just mixes it better than Chipotle does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how? My idea should be better than that. Yeah. You don't have one. That's you that's know, you're tough. You're kind of like a DNP right now. Yeah. Right. Your best ability is availability. I get it, but. Also, another Chipotle doesn't make any sense. I guess. Well, we, we have multiple. Of those. Now, we if you were like a, if you were like a hamburger place that makes good hamburgers, you would right, I wanna right, make a you'd better, be neck and neck. With yeah, it would be close. Okay, well, I want to make a better Five Guys. Then. That's okay. my idea. What would you change about Five Guys? What oh. don't you like about it? Uh, you know, let's make it more healthy. Okay, know? I'm just like make it a little bit cheaper. Make it a little bit cheaper. Did you see? The forty dollar uh, five guys that somebody had to buy the other day. Oh, no, forty yes. bucks for yes. for what was what was on? It was milkshake. Uh, there were two uh, fries. That was that was his mistake was getting two fries. Yeah, because they give fries. you extra anyway. Exactly. Yeah, they basically give you two fries. All beyond burgers, beyond five guys. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That, that's our idea. Uh, cheaper <laughs> five guys and a little healthier does rank above burritos. So yeah, number two. There you go. Great job. Five Guys is very good. I always leave feeling a little too greasy, and then it's just so expensive in comparison to other yeah. burger places. It's kind of nuts. All right, well that's the show. Thank you, Dre, for uh, for giving us that idea. Thank you. And we're gonna play a song. What we're we playing? Hey there, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah is just what our junior or senior year of high school. Yeah. And that was when like everybody was um, parodying songs. You also got to. Uh, I think about bowling. You had to sign up. You know, yeah, yeah. The on Disco Bowl, and people were playing, you know, Bay Area, Too Short. My lipstick is popping. Yeah. I requested that one a lot. A lot uh, of. Who's, is that little short, little shorty? Little... My lipstick is, my my lip... lipstick is hot. My lipstick is yeah, popping. My lipstick is popping. My yeah. lipstick is cool. What you know about me? What you, what you, what you know about me? Guys, I requested that one. We're going. And then Will Smith's daughter. Uh, I whip my hair back yeah. and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my bowling songs. What was um pretty annoying songs? Yeah, that one. Hurricane. Her- <laughs> no, I remember. Is, um, who sings that? Hurricane Chris. A oh, Bay. A Bay. Bay. Yeah. That. that was the same time as. <laughs> that was the same time as um. Hey there, Delilah. Because yeah. it was that was like we made a playlist of like 
a CD of like mm-hmm. all those songs, and we went to a beach house and we just played the sh- in Santa Cruz. We just played the shit out of them. Yeah. And uh, what was the remix of Hey There, Delilah? <laughs> Is it not appropriate anymore? <laughs> I don't think it would pass the test. Okay. <laughs> no. right. I I know the the lyrics. I know the chorus. Yeah. For uh, the way you cook the meat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's how you cook the meat. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, a lot of people are doing the Weird Al with YouTube. Like, I can do yeah. parodies. Yeah. There were some good ones. Uh, what's that Chris Hurricane Chris song? It was, uh, uh, I'm in the photo booth taking photos with the <laughs> DJ. Hey, baby. He's like, I'm, so, I'm so drunk out on the dance floor, I fall down and can't get up. Hey, baby. He had no shoes. Hey, so drunk on the dance floor, he had no shoes on or something yeah. at one point, yeah, too. Yeah, no, no shoes on. But then he was like 16, and he was like, I'm so drunk out on the dance floor, I fall down and can't get up. Yeah. Hey, baby. Was it the one that started out as teen drinking is very no, bad? That's, no, that's uh, Jaquan Tipsy. Okay, okay. One. Yeah? Yeah, that's a good song. Bring it so, back. Yeah. Uh, hey baby, we used to dog sit for a dog named Daisy, mm-hmm. and you very often remixed it for Hey Daisy. Hey, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, hey there, Delilah. This is the outro song. I couldn't find yeah. it there. So like in New York City, a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty.